What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, great. First, my girlfriend dumps me, and now I have $43 in late fees. This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale of Lovelace Glory. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Cazell. Every episode we walk you through a story song. Uh, and this week we're talking about Breakfast at Tiffany's by Deep Blue Something. And uh, no, I didn't forget the name of the band. Uh, <laughs> that is their actual name, Deep Blue Something. That's just what bands were called in the 90s. Yeah. Betcha. We'll talk about that in uh, <laughs> in the history. But yeah, that that's just the, the 90s were an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So uh, so the story of this song is a, pre- a pretty simple one. A man and a woman, they're breaking up, you know? It happens it's sometimes. Tough. It's tough. As usually happens when a man and a woman breaks up, uh, the man is down on his knees, desperately clinging to her, her ankles, <laughs> begging her not to go. <laughs> and uh, he's trying to grab onto one thing that might make her stay, and he says, uh, you know, hey, what about that time we watched Breakfast at Tiffany's? And she's sort of like, yeah, I, I remember that. And, uh... Uh, I guess I guess I kind of liked it, and he goes, "Well, that's that's something. There right? you go. There that's you go. it. We both liked it. We're the same. <laughs> uh, Don't let this end. Yeah, I mean, we can build an entire relationship <laughs> yeah. on this. Like at the time, 50, 45 year old movie, we can uh, yeah. definitely definitely build a life around that. On our partial understanding and joy of a movie. Yeah." That is past our generation. Yeah, that you seem to barely remember. <laughs> you... Yeah, yeah, that's from like two <laughs> yeah. generations prior. I already have our vows written. Look, uh, it's it's mostly about Mickey Rooney um, and how uncomfortable. <laughs> and it gets his real offensive. Are. Yeah, I know it gets real offensive real fast. But uh, yeah, but beyond that though, I maybe think we don't can do this. maybe don't invite your parents. <laughs> And I just have to go back to Blockbuster and I'll rent yes, the movie again, exactly. and then we'll have it to watch. For three days. Yeah, and then I got to take it back because, you know, you're going to get killed, late fees. Oh my killed in late fees. And please put it back in the rewinder. Yes. The machine <laughs> specifically sure meant to rewind yeah. videotapes. The, the one that shaped like a race car. <laughs> <laughs> You'll say we've got nothing in common. No common ground to start from. And we're falling apart. You'll say the world has come between us. Our lives have come between us. Still, I know you just don't care. 
to start from the beginning, um, you know, it's a classic story where the singer is talking directly to you, mm-hmm. the listener. He's saying, you, what about, <laughs> don't don't you remember how happy we were? How, hey, how radio you... listener, you broke up with me. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, uh, you say we got nothing in common. No common ground to start from, and we're falling apart. Um, sure do. Yeah. Which, yeah, like, great. literally, if you were breaking up with someone and they say the reason why I'm breaking up with you is because we have no common ground. And you're like, oh, one time we watched a movie together. Then, yeah, yeah the, the other person's right. You literally have nothing. Because there's, I mean, I've watched movies with lots of people right. in my life. So it's not like the, if I was just like some random person that I sat next to in the movie theater and I was like, don't, we have this connection now because we watched Anchorman 2. <laughs> I right? love you. know you. what I'm talking about. I love you. <laughs> I just, I knew I should have sat three rows back. <laughs> but here's the thing. This whole verse, this whole first verse, you say we've got nothing in common, no common ground to start from, we're falling apart, the world's come between us, yeah. our lives have come between us. Yeah. You know what? I think you just don't care. Yeah. It seems like y- you're right. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. But for good reason. <laughs> I, I've yeah. stated many, many reasons that I don't care. Yeah. Those are like the most fundamental reasons <laughs> to break yeah. up with somebody. Yeah. And this yeah. guy is, he's also super whiny. Because if you'll notice, what the lyric is, is, oh, you'll say the world has come between right. us. Not not you're saying that, but just like, oh, I know what you're going to say. But you know what? You don't care. You don't care about me. And Audrey Hepburn and Mickey <laughs> Rooney. And the glasses and the pearls. You just don't You're care. You're just going to leave us here all alone. Your last, the last line is, but I know you just don't care. So why do you care? Why are you trying so hard? Yeah. Why yeah. are you trying so hard? If you're like, and I know you don't care, but we should be back together. Yeah. Why? I don't yeah, know. She's not breaking up with him because, like, he leaves dirty dishes in the sink. <laughs> yeah. You know? He... Yeah. They have nothing in mm-hmm. common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get out. Get out now. I mean, this could not be more college relationship <laughs> if it tried. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get one semester in and you're like, you know what? I'm pretty sure we were drunk every time we hung out. Yeah. And I don't think we like any of the same things. Yeah. But maybe we not we gotta stay together. But, Why? Because the formal is next week? This right. is dumb. Yeah, this yeah. is dumb. Audrey Hepburn wants us to stay together. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Baby, and I bought you that black light poster. <laughs> they don't actually a say. A Tiffany's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I had to look everywhere for a black light poster of the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's. I had to go to like seven Spencer's gifts before I got it. And they said, try a hot topic. And I was like, all right, fine. I was like, I'm not sure that exists yet, but I will stand in that empty store until they build one around me. They also don't say when and where they saw the movie. They could have mm. just been like flipping around the channels, saw 10 minutes of it on right. Turner Classic or something. Yeah, yeah. And he turns to her and says, what do you think of this, mu- this movie? Yeah, it's like, okay. Huh? What? See, we're, we're connected. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. This is uh, I, think it's, I think it's okay, too. I mean, I like it because I'm a film buff. Um, <laughs> and I like old movies because I'm not like the other guys. <laughs> She's like, what? Huh? What are you talking about? I don't know what you're saying. Is this, why is this a black and white? Is your TV broken? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I do like that, you know, he's talking to, he's talking to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's telling me all the things that I'm going to say Mm -hmm. and the things that I have said. Very perceptive because yes, I agree. I don't know this guy. We have nothing in common. Uh, We probably should be breaking up. Yeah. And then frankly, I, I, I don't care. I'm going to say that. (laughs) I don't care about this guy at all. Well, I do. I I like the fact that he recaps the conversation. Yeah. 
where like she says, we've got nothing in common, no common ground to start from. And he says, you say, yeah, we've got nothing in common. Yeah. No that. common ground. Yeah. I just said I just that. Just no, but you that. say that. No, but yeah. I'm. You have this. You have this horrible habit where you repeat back to me the thing that I just said. And this is why we're breaking up. I'm trying to be nice about it. You just said that I have this bad habit where I repeat the. Th- okay, she's closing the door. Goodbye. Thank all you. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, so yeah. you say goodbye and yeah. thank you, but yeah. I have a question. Do you think that it? Do you think he started with breakfast at Tiffany's? Do you think he started with? I know what's going to get us to yeah. together. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Or was he like, what about MTV Cribs? Yeah. Is that, that going to get us together? I didn't I didn't like MTV Cribs. What no, about okay. this season of <laughs> yeah. The Real World? Yeah, yeah. Uh, was that no. good? What about, what, about that, what about that time we were like super hungover and we watched that infomercial about the, the omelet maker? Did you like that? Because <laughs> we watched that. What do you think? How far down the list <laughs> is Breakfast at Tiffany's? It's like, all right. All right. Okay, nope, okay. that didn't no, work. No, no, uh, no, that no, didn't no. work. Number 47. What about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm? You remember when I couldn't find the remote control and we watched an hour and a half of Sabado Gigante? Yeah. <laughs> was that a good... That, we that, both liked that, right? Like that, right? Right. right. The remember, guy with the freckles. and the, yeah, yeah. He looked like a little boy, but he was an old man and he had freckles. Remember we watched two minutes of Game 5 of the World Series uh, in a store <laughs> display window on the TV, right? That was fun, huh? right? Huh? Any of no? these? Any of these no? ringing a bell? No, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. No? Ugh. All right. Uh, I and then think... there was a commercial for Best Buy. We watched that, right? <laughs> I love, love that, that commercial. Yes, yes that's so it. Good. And I said, what about breakfast to Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. And I said, well, that's the one thing we got. And I said, what about breakfast to Tiffany's? And she said, mm-hmm. I think I remember that film. And as I recall, I think we both kind of liked it. I got two questions. Yeah. First of all, why is she talking like she's testifying before Congress? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, Senator. If I, Senator, I, I don't recall whether or not I watched Breakfast at Tiffany's. She's whispering to a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> just, 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 you think? Uh, you think? Just, recall all these things. Se- Senator, I'm gonna I'm gonna plead the fifth uh, <laughs> on that particular film. <laughs> um, and the second question is, I mean, how many caveats can we put in mm-hmm. here? I think we have two thinks, um, a recall and a, like a perhaps kinda. or a maybe, a kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I think I kind of remember possibly liking parts of- At some point. Ki- yeah, at some point. We might have watched some she, of that movie She's together. trying to- to bring it to a point where she can close the door on him slowly. You know, I think I recall both yeah. kind of, anyway, closed. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, that was a nightmare. How long did that conversation <laughs> go on? And this is important, because she doesn't say, <laughs> what's my No, go ahead. No, you're going to say. She doesn't say, I think I like the film. Yeah. She says, I think I remember it. Yep. Okay. First of all, I know every movie I ever watched. Yeah. There's no way you're going to be like, have you seen this movie? I think I did. Second of all, how long ago did you watch it? Mm-hmm. Was it like a week ago? I-, I think I remember that film. Yeah, of course. Of course you remember it. What are you, what are you talking about? Oh, they've been married 52 years. <laughs> 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 and the they only saw, thing- saw it in the so theaters. 
two years, and the only common ground they could find is that they sort of liked Breakfast at Tiffany's. This is on her deathbed. When they saw it opening night <laughs> at the forum or whatever, you uh. know. And then she was like, I liked the cartoon before it. I thought that was good. <laughs> was that called? What if What if it's not even... What what if he's thinking Breakfast at Tiffany's and she's thinking like Porky's Three? <laughs> you know? What she's if like, wait like, a minute? Oh, is that the one where they drill yeah. a hole to see yeah, through yeah. into the girls' locker room? Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah anyway, that's... we're both the same. <laughs> I love Betty Davis and Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. yeah. I think you might have head trauma. At this point. <laughs> Either you you know whether or not you've watched the movie. Right. I yeah. mean, I remember every movie I ever watched on someone else's TV on an airplane. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is not that hard to remember. But yeah. this goes back to Michael's idea of what if they didn't see the whole damn movie? Yeah. Maybe that's if possible. they saw like 15 minutes of it and maybe it was a movie showing part of Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right. They were as actually a clip just watching That's movie. Entertainment yes. <laughs> Part <Exactly>. Three. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, or 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 the uh, or they were watching the like PBS telethon, like, yeah. and here's all the great stuff you'll see <laughs> yeah. if you if you donate. Is that um, the one with the phone bank? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. Breakfast yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember with the phone banks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, marry me. <laughs> um, and she says, "Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's okay." It's and that's the thing. Like she she clearly she doesn't really remember watching it. She thinks she kind of liked it. So she was doing whatever the early 90s version of looking at her phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> during during the during the movie. I'm trying to think of what that would be. The only thing I can remember- like looking at a notepad? Yeah, or... the only thing I can remember oh, is no. um, my girlfriend, now wife, in the 90s liked to um, read like catalogs oh, during yep, movies. Yep, we'd yep. Be, we'd or be magazines. Like, we were like reading a catalog and circling the things she was going to buy and then every half hour just go, so who's that guy? Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. he doing? Yeah, magazine reading yeah, and yeah. catalog reading is yeah. definitely the that was... checking Facebook <laughs> yes. of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. What is a magazine? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you went to the TMZ website and then printed it out. <laughs> <laughs> On glossy paper. And a catalog is? Ca- Imagine Amazon. Yeah, imagine yes. you went to Amazon. But less convenient. Yeah. Okay. Imagine you printed out Amazon. <laughs> and then and just then, wait. Yeah, then wait an incredibly long amount of time. <laughs> Or call someone and sit on the phone. Yes, I'll hold <laughs> for a while. Yeah. To order s- steak knives. Yeah, yeah. It's great. I mean, we might as well have been in the 1800s. <laughs> <laughs> like, what were we doing? I see you, the only one who knew me. But now your eyes see through me. I guess I Verse two, he says, I see you, the only one who knew me. Brother. And now your eyes see through me. I guess I was wrong. So what now? It's plain to see we're over. And I hate when things are over. When so much is left undone. So. I don't know if that's true. When you're like, you're the only one who knows me. No. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. No. Because here's the thing. If they had been married 52 years. Mm -hmm. Sure. She 
first of all, she clearly barely knows this guy. Yeah. They watched one movie together yeah. once. Yeah. Second of all, she like the whole like, oh yeah, I think I think I remember that movie. I, I think I liked there couldn't be more of a brush off. Yeah. yeah Just no. like please, please let me out please oh. let me out of your dorm room. Yes. So I can go across the hall to my dorm room. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> we got drunk one night and hooked up yeah. and that is all this is. I've gotta talk to my, you know, friends about you. Yeah. And yeah. Tell them to keep you away away from me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I mean, I, switch majors. Yeah, yeah. Now I now I can't be a film major anymore. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't I, be a film major a little bit because of you, but also because I didn't really watch all the episodes of hey, Tiffany's. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, I failed. It was the final. Man, man I, I think I failed that far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I remember the film. It was a yes, no question. <laughs> One question for the final. I'm sorry. This does not a thesis make. <laughs> Um, and, and now Breakfast at Tiffany's, a movie yeah. I think I remember <laughs> and may have liked. <laughs> oh, hey, did man. you uh, did you hook up with that guy across the hall? Yeah, I don't remember his name. Uh, we watched some old movie, and I know he's in a band. I think it's called Deep Blue something. That can't be it. But it's <laughs> There's something, no way that's it. It's something like yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> they can't settle on anything. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Deep Blue something. I don't know. Who's a what's it? Uh, yeah, yeah. When you're saying your eyes, like you're the only one who knew me, your mm-hmm. eyes see through me, you are standing on a cliff. Overlooking a city called Creepy Town. Oh, yeah. And you are so in danger of falling in to that valley. You got to take a step back. I feel I feel like men think women mm-hmm. want to hear things like that. Yeah. Like the only one who's ever seen me. Yeah. Your eyes look through me. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. No. It, it just seems to me, again, super creepy and mm-hmm. a little bit like, is the next step that my head is in like a dresser drawer somewhere? Right. <laughs> like that seems weird. Yeah, yeah. Like nobody else can see those eyes can't look at anything else. You're not now they're in my freezer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now they see me every uh, time no. I open the fridge to get a beer. Yeah. Um Hi darling, you see breakfast at Tiffany's now? <laughs> you're of course you're not wrong. Right. But I will I will defend my gender Go only ahead. to say mm-hmm. That the movie Say Anything really messed me up for about a decade. <laughs> I really thought that's Fair the way enough. it was supposed to work. Fair so, enough. yeah, we listen, get some bad ideas from, listen, J- from John Cusack. No, but John Cusack can do it. Oh, I know he Nobody can. else can. No, I, oh, believe me. that I figured that out when I was like 26. I was like, oh, that's why it doesn't yeah. work because I don't look like John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the weird thing. We want both. Yeah, I, know. I I I want somebody to hold up. Not now, because who has a goddamn boombox? Yeah, that would be weird. Like that'd be weird right now. I want somebody to hold up a boombox and play "In Your Eyes." Yeah, yeah. Or "Breakfast at Tiffany's." Yeah, yeah. Don't play "Breakfast." At Tiffany's. <laughs> but at the same time, make it less creepy. Yeah, yeah. Don't make it super creepy. Yeah. It's well, distance. I think it's distance because he's not that close. He's not super. He's not right outside her window in that. This is not about saying. But I mean, he's he's not right he's outside her window. He also. It's also implied he does it for days on end. Right. Yeah. That's and he, lovely. And and the the but the message is mm-hmm. you're going to wear her down. Just keep at it and you will eventually wear her down. Yeah, but he's John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> so the third verse is very similar to the to the first verse except that he says, you know, you'll say the world has come between us, our lives have come between us. Still I know you just don't care. So this conversation is still happening. Like, this isn't a repeat. He's just literally going over the same ground over and over again. Yeah. 
And she is just desperately like eyeing the door, being like, "How can I?" Or she's gone. Oh already. yeah, possibly. Uh, or he's just, just talking, he's talking to, to the door. He's talking to nobody at the end. Yeah, yeah. What happened to Julie? Oh, she transferred. <laughs> <laughs> she had to transfer yeah, schools. She's out There's, of here. Oof, she had to leave. Yeah, yeah. She had to leave campus because that thing kept on going on. Yeah. <laughs> he's knocking at her dorm room. I know you just don't care. She left. She left, dude. Months ago. Yeah. Also, like, you should have graduated, like, two years ago. <laughs> Why are you still here? I found a loophole. Yeah. I live in the basement, and I, I wear a mask on half of my face. I keep failing my film studies class. I, every, every night I watch Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, uh, and play the man. organ. <laughs> oh, man. All right. And then, and then they just... The the chorus, the end is just the chorus over and over, over again with over, him just over. constantly asking her about Breakfast and Tiffany. She's like, Yeah, I guess I guess I remember it. I, I'm not, you know, sure. I think he's just replaying the whole thing in his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, What about Breakfast and Tiffany? She said, I think I remember the film. Yeah. As, and, as I recall, we both really <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean she said and we said, both liked it. That's the one thing we've got. Right, 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 right. I said we both liked it. Why 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 did we break up? We I said we both liked it. Sir, the RA has asked us to remove you from the building. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? Did you, did you like it? Anyway, yeah. We're just she said she liked it. She we're, said she liked it. We're just school security. Yeah, so yeah. We can't do anything. She said yeah, she yeah. kind of liked it. Let's right. Let's be honest. And it ends with that like mid nineties twi- guitar twang. Yeah. Kids in the hall. Yeah. Kids in the hall theme song. I'll just say that we are very good at. Making any song creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we have, you know, if we have a wheelhouse, <laughs> it's making a song. Just give us a song. We will make it creepy. Yeah. The only thing I can say in addition to what we've said about the song is yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I think I remember this song. <laughs> and if I recall, I think I like it. So, well, you know, that's the one thing. Anyway, that's guys. my review for Pitchfork. I hope you guys liked it. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. and we come back, we're going to talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Don't, don't, don't touch your iPhone. We'll be right back. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new Factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. 
I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Check out the songs of the Story Song Podcast. Find the Story Song Podcast, the official playlist, and the Story Song Podcast, the official classic playlist on Spotify to stream all the great songs we review on the show. All right, now it's time for a story behind the story. And before we begin that, we just want to remind you, please, if you can, We'd appreciate if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And like we've always said, you know, it helps people find the show. We're trying yep. to, you know, make a community here mm-hmm. and get everybody in on the love of the Story Song Podcast. It's true. That's Even if great... you just kind of like it. If yeah, you just exactly. kind of like it. Even if you kind of remember the podcast <laughs> yeah. and you kind of like it, then still leave five stars. We'd appreciate it. Okay. So, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, the story was by the a song. band called Deep Blue Something that was formed at the University of North Texas. Uh, the band consisted of Todd Pipes. I mean, perfect name. Great. It was vocals. Great. Todd Pipes on vocals and bass. His brother, Toby Pipes, on guitar. Kirk Tamman on guitar. And John Kirtlin on drums. This, are any of these real names? No. No, no. They're all made <laughs> They sound super fake. <laughs> they also, sound like nicknames. Yeah, They yeah, do, like, yeah. Hey, Toby Pipes. <laughs> Especially Toby Pipes. <laughs> hey, Jenny Skins doing drums. <laughs> <laughs> How do you have a Kirk Taman and a John Kirtland? I don't know. Uh, uh, so originally the band's name was Leper Messiah, which is after a line in David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But um, they kept they started doing shows, and heavy metal fans would show up, and were not too keen on their <laughs> '90s power pop sound. Did, would they show up? Do you think because of? David Bowie, no, or because be, Leper, Leper Messiah, Leper Messiah sounds, sounds like, like a, a death metal band. Like metal band. <laughs> yeah, it really does. That's yeah, true. Yeah. And um, then they walk out on stage and say, "Here's a song about a movie from the '60s." <laughs> <laughs> it, so because they started, you know, their name was Leper Messiah. They, yeah. from Ziggy Stardust. They, I, f- I feel like they wanted to be something, and then and then they put out <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a totally different vibe. Well, they did want to be something, and then they became. 
deep blue something. Yeah, hey, yeah. See? So set them up, you knock them down. <laughs> yes. You know, I, mean, if, I feel like they had like a deeper. You know, they were like wanted to be like a deep blue something. <laughs> something. Can't get away from it. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Yeah. Um, but you know, like like they they wanted really you know deep songs that would you know change the world. Yeah. And the, and then they they were like, oh, we we just came up with breakfast Tiffany's. Yeah, yeah. Just call us something else. Yeah, uh, deep blue something. Don't give a crap. Well, the story, you know, a lot of bands have like great mythology around how they came to their, mm-hmm. how they came to the name, and it like you know came to them or it meant something super like personal to them. I believe one of the band members said when they wanted to change the name, one of the band members said it should be like deep blue something, and that's as far as they ever got. Love it. Because it was, they just were like, yeah, let's just call it Deep Blue Something. Yeah. Whatever. In a way, it's that's fine. better. Yeah. I didn't care. I yeah, think it's a good band name. It's, it's a great right. band name. It's, it's right. fine. It's it, fine. Yeah. I don't know. The, I mean, the word something is not great, but I mean, there also were bands called like Garbage. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it could it, it could have been worse. Hootie and the Blowfish. Well, that's, it's, I mean, listen. I mean, that's the greatest band name of all time. And we can't, <laughs> we can't compare that. Four I think it's a down. good band name, and I think it's uh, an appropriately 90s band name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's, mm-hmm. like, just complicated enough and just poetic enough. You know what? They actually were, like, a year or two. If they had come out a year or two later, they would have had a number in their name. They were right yes. before oh, yeah. everybody had a number yep. Yep. in yep. their name. Eve yeah, 6, yeah. Four Eve doors six. Down. Three Doors Down, Third Three Eye doors Blind. Down. Third Eye Blind, 311. Blink-182. Blink-182. They were right between every band name has the word Jesus in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus Jones, Jesus and Mary Chains, Jesus Lizard, and then 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 there was like eh, well Deep Blue something, and then they were like and then everyone has numbers. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. And all the album titles were like weirdly complicated and overly yeah. wordy. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Now the best one I think was who's the the band that sang Closing Time? Oh, Semi Sonic. Semi Sonic, mm-hmm. yeah. which is a nineties name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that album was because called... they weren't Sonic. They were <laughs> Semi Sonic. <laughs> That album was called Feeling Strangely Fine. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah, like, yeah. yes, that is <laughs> the ultimate. That's perfect. Oh, Lord. Um, so, uh, so they released two independent albums. Uh, then they signed to Interscope, which released a modified version of their second album, mm. which was called Home. And the single for that album, Breakfast at Tiffany's, took off unexpectedly. I didn't see anything saying that they were like, oh, we Nobody didn't believe in it. But I think they were just sort of like, oh, we're like a band from North Texas. That's all we're ever going to be. Yeah. We signed to Interscope to like, you know, get a little more promotion, but that's going to be. And they were like, whoa, what? This. And then the, the, the single took off. That's, you know what? Love that. Yeah, yeah. Love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Anyway, I have nothing else to say. I just, I love those type of things where it's, they're not like really striving. They did these independent things. They did these independent albums. And then yeah. this just kind of hit. And well, they went with it. Well, they're also there was there was a period, and this is actually something I'm really interested in. I, I haven't fully researched it enough, but there was a period in the post grunge era where it seemed like record companies were like, I don't know what you want. What about this? <laughs> yeah. Does this work? And yeah. there there's a ton of like weird one hit wonders from like ninety four to like ninety seven. Mm-hmm. There's just like a ton of them. Because they were just literally just like throwing stuff against the wands to see what's sick. And, like, weirdly, a lot of it did, but then, like, that's it. There's, like, a ton of, like, those one-hit wonders, though. The whole Nirvana Pearl Jam thing, 
caught them totally off guard. So they were just like, I don't, I, I don't know what you kids want. So we're just gonna keep, <laughs> we're just gonna keep trying stuff. And then by the late '90s, like the boy bands came right. back and the Britney Spears, and they were like, okay, we understand this. Yeah, we now this. we know we what this. we're supposed to do again. We had to so, do, a, we had to do a reset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like snaking the drain, <laughs> and finally it went back down. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, okay, all right, okay. that okay. makes now sense now. Makes sense now. We went full circle. Snaking the drain. Some Pearl Jam in that drain. Anyway, the mid '90s was snaking the drain. That's what I'm saying. By yeah, the yeah. way, name of my '90s album. <laughs> it was snaking the, the drain. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. It's yeah, a good yeah. one. Bet yeah. it's out there. Bet yeah. you it's out there. I, you know, it's been a long time, but I'm pretty sure I used to be able to do that on a skateboard with snaking the drain. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> You'd flip it six times, and then I don't know, made that up. Okay, and um, fall down a drain. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you get, I'm real good at that. Yeah, you fall down a drain, and then they have to pull you out like the, <laughs> like the, the girl in the well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so Todd Pipes, lead singer, was fired from his job as an English teacher at a private Christian school when the song began to get local radio airplay because parents complained that their children were being taught by a quote rock and roller. Oh my oh, wow. lord! So, uh, Deep Blue Something was in the '90s. Apparently, this uh, school was in the 1950s yeah, yeah. <laughs> because. It, yeah. Again, he wasn't like in a heavy metal band. No. He wasn't like, you know, biting the heads off bats or whatever. Yeah. They were just in a rock and roll band. He had to be like, have you heard Have you heard it? <laughs> it, it? It sounds like the kids in the hall and we sing about an old movie. How could you possibly be? I couldn't be more innocuous. His first mistake was taking a teaching job in the town from Footloose. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> so. right. right. Oh. Come on, John Lithgow, I need this job. Uh, Noisy rock and roll music. <laughs> While working on their second album. Oh, I, well, I sh- well, okay. So that was their second album mm-hmm. that comes out. So working on their next album for Interscope, the band runs into legal troubles because basically what happened was back when they were still an independent band in North Texas putting mm-hmm. out independent albums, they signed a contract with a local promoter, which basically said that that guy got a cut of everything they ever released no matter what they, Ooh. where it was oh, wow. or where they released it. Bad so deal. once, so it probably would have never come to anything except yeah. for the fact that this song goes, you know, it was a huge hit. Uh, that, oh, I didn't say, where did it go? It was number five, oh, on, yeah, number five right. on the Hot 100. Um, so big hit, obviously, top yeah. five. So once that hits, all of a sudden this guy comes out of the woodwork and is like, mm, I owe 10%. Of that song, <laughs> and of course, Interscope is like, uh, we're not giving money to some random dude. So Who there was no you? way the contract was going to stand up. But they had a fight; they had to fight it in court, right, which right. Like, took forever. So Deep Blue Something's second album got delayed because there was all this legal trouble. And here's a pretty rough sentence from Wikipedia, which is that Interscope began quote focusing on other label artists such as Limp Biscuit. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> um, this guy. This old, this old producer who held this up yeah. made Limp Bizkit happen? How yeah. dare they? Yeah. No, 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 no. The Limp Bizkit was on Interscope. No, I know, but because it was oh, oh, delayed, yes, yes. they focused on Limp Yes, Bizkit. yes, yes. Yes, that local promoter flapped his butterfly wings. <laughs> <laughs> and halfway across the and world, halfway across the world Limp Bizkit was years born. later, we, uh, got, we got Fred Durst. So, oh, <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Thanks uh, <laughs> a lot. Um, Couldn't just let it go, could yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why if I if I ever get a time machine, not shooting Hitler, going back fighting this guy. <laughs> yeah, this is for Limp what? Biscuit. <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? Um, so anyway, he'll understand. Uh, <laughs> he just spreads his arms, puts his head up. Yeah, he, like, he knows it's coming. <laughs> I deserve this. <laughs> uh, um, I did it all for the nookie. Okay. Um, 
forgot about that song. Uh, uh, so Interscope, right. So the, so their second album gets held up. And basically by the time it was ready to come out, it was like, who cares? It's been years. Mm-hmm. Everyone's forgotten about this. Um, so the Interscope did eventually release their album in 1998, but only in Japan. Um, and then the band sued Interscope to get released from their contracts, which they eventually did. And their last release was an album on an independent label called Azira, I guess, uh, in 2001, and they broke up. So Aww. that's that's the sad. And I'm, sad. and probably as they were breaking up, the guy was like, but what about that song from <laughs> the Tiffany's? Right? Do you remember it? You kind of liked it? I, and they um, all closed think their I dorm remember room. that song. <laughs> I think I remember it. And yeah, most of the band members uh, currently work in the local music industry in Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been in various bands since then. Uh, in 2015, they reformed briefly and released a digital EP called Locust House. Yeah, that's that's about it. All right. Uh, the movie, Breakfast at Tiffany's, was released in October. Not based on the song. Not based on the song. What? No, oh, my God. No. Really? I mean, unless it was like some sort of time loop, <laughs> but no. No, the, the movie came first. It was released October 1961 uh, with Audrey Hepburn and George Papard. It won two Academy Awards for Best Score and Best Original Song for Moon River. Oh, my God. That's such a good song. Bango second encore. <laughs> and uh, it was placed on the National Film Registry in 2012. Rightfully so. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's a, it's a good movie. movie. I mean, there's some uncomfortable <laughs> business in there. But some, some unfortunate unfortunate 1961-ness that we yeah. wish we could delete but mm-hmm. but for the most part the the rest of the movie is, is very good so i think i remember it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think we all kind of liked it right? i think so i can gen uh, now now here's how watching movies work mm-hmm. um i can genuinely say i don't think i've ever seen the whole thing i know mm-hmm. i've seen parts of it i think actually we were joking about it i think actually in in when i took film classes i'm pretty sure we watched at least a that scene from sense. it but I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. And you kind of liked it. Maybe I should. I did kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing we got. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the woman in this song. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. No, I should probably watch it. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so anyway, this is a podcast about what I'm going to do tonight. Um, <laughs> it's just us thinking. I have, uh... I have some chicken cutlets in the freezer <laughs> that I'll probably cook. And then, okay. Uh, all right. So that's the story of this song. Uh, we take a quick break and we come back and we talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. We'll be right back. American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm playing this jazzy salsa rhythm to talk to you about algorithms. The best way to help people find the show is to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. All those five-star reviews cause Apple's algorithm to do something I don't understand for reasons no one understands. But the result is more people listening to and enjoying the Story Song Podcast. And if you leave us a five-star review, we'll read it on the show. Now, enough talk. Let's dance. So as we've mentioned before, anybody who writes a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on iTunes will get their review read on the show. And I think Dan has one ready to go. I sure do. This one is titled, I Got the Music in Me. It's from January 24th of this year, and it's by Lola Lakely. And Lola writes, this podcast is a GD delight. What does that stand for? <laughs> Thank you for not uh, cursing, because mm-hmm. we, you know, we would have been quite scandalized. Uh, this podcast is a GD delight. It's funny, it's smart, and it may cure all the world's ills with song and snark. If you're not listening to it, you're wrong. And Lola, I got to say, I agree. I agree too. <laughs> um, yeah. Quite simply, if you're not listening to the show, not only are you wrong in the sense of you know doing it wrong. You're also morally wrong. Yeah, you uh, are. This, you are. This is a moral obligation to be listening to it's our true. show. We so are trying so. to save the world with snark. Yes. And <laughs> if you're not with us, you're against us. Right. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, thank you for hyphenating and, and saying GD because yeah. we do have a high listener rating in the Vatican. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we want to so. keep that up. Thank you. So yeah. uh, thanks, Lola. Thank you, Lola. Lovely review. And if you uh, want your review read on the air, well, mm-hmm. write one for crying out loud. <laughs> Do it. And we will read it. There's yeah. only one way to get your review read on the show. Yes, and that's to write a GD review. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> GD it. All right. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. It's time for lessons learned. Uh, what lesson did we learn mm-hmm. from this song? Uh, let's start with Michael. Michael, what did you learn? What I learned is uh, it could be summed up in two words. Okay. Toby Pipes. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's all I got. That was your lesson? <laughs> That's my lesson. Huh. Hey, Toby Pipes. Hey. Right. You're just going to start using that around? I think so. Yeah, you're real Toby Pipes over there. <laughs> what, goes, what? <laughs> Who do you think you are, Toby Pipes? <laughs> hey, hey, calm down, Toby Pipes. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Whenever I'm in a fight with someone, be sure to totally confuse them with a reference that means nothing to anyone. Yeah, yeah. I'll just be like, I get, was that an insult? Was, was, was that a compliment? I, I don't know what that was supposed to mean. Watch yourself, Toby Pipes. <laughs> oh just slowly closes oh the door. Uh, all right, Rachel, what do you got? Um, if you are giving somebody that you've been dating mm-hmm. reasons that you should not be together, yeah. I guess you have to come up with six reasons <laughs> because five reasons will not be enough for them yeah, you yeah. can say you've got nothing in common no common ground to start from we're falling apart the world has come between us you, yeah the, our lives have come between us yeah you have to have a sixth one like you yeah. slept with my sister or something because <laughs> they just will not get the hint at yeah. five yeah yeah they'll just keep going with it i agree but I, I really think you just don't but, care. But, but 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 what about but what about but what about <laughs> no, no, no 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 i said six yeah if you say five, it's like, but you only said five. <laughs> That's not even a half dozen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even, you know, we, right. can play, we can work with that. Yeah. And if you do a dozen, you get one free. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A baker's dozen <laughs> of reasons we should be together. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Anyway. I mean, literally the world came between us. Do you understand what I'm saying? The entire, I'm on one side, you're on the other side, and the middle is the entire world. Our lives came between us. Yeah. It's Tony and, and Maria. you think half of a freaking movie is going to keep us together for the rest of our lives? A movie I kind of remember. <laughs> I've got finals coming up. I have to focus on me. Yeah. I cannot focus on you, Todd Pipes. <laughs> uh, You're being a real Toby Pipes, Todd Pipes. <laughs> being a real... Yeah. Hey, Todd Pipes, how about you a little less Toby Pipes, okay? Is that a good thing? I don't, I don't understand. Know. And the brother just goes, me? Not you, Toby Pipes. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Not you, Papa Goulash. Okay. Um, Daniel, what you got? If you're a woman Mm -hmm. and you're on a first date with a guy, there's something I like to call the Beatles line. And that is, if the movie he wants to show you Mm -hmm. came out before the Beatles came to America, get out. Get out. (laughs) Get out. Get out of the house. It's going to be a heavy lift? No, it's just, come on. Seriously? We're, we're gonna oh, oh there's there's this movie if you want to come out as a as a as a pretentious film buff mm-hmm. you gotta wait till at least a third day <laughs> <laughs> right come you on save that go to the blockbuster get something off the new releases mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. okay so anything yeah. after February 1964 that came out January 1964 yeah. no yeah I mean you got to draw the line somewhere is what and I'm saying that line is one. the Ed Sullivan show <laughs> exactly yep <laughs> yep yeah. yeah 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 so just just you know like I said go. There's, there's got to be something in new releases. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. suffer through it. Oh, this horrible movie that is color. Oh, oh no. Gosh. K911. <laughs> <laughs> Turner and Hooch. Yeah. Beethoven 3. So. Anything with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we learn Rachel likes dog movies. <laughs> um, sure do. Yeah. Air Bud. I'll just keep naming them. Air Bud 2, Golden Receiver. <laughs> Snow paws. What the heck is that one called? Old Yeller. That one's hilarious. Uh, all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Dan McRae. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll be back next episode with another great story song. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. I bet we could make a great living. You no, know it's disgusting. We could probably make a great living. Yeah. Doing that. You could do. You could make a great living doing that. Because I'm a woman. Yeah. That's true. There's. There's about. A thousand it's gross as disgusting hell, but... losers out Ugh. there who would each pay you happily pay you five thousand five dollars a month. That's so gross. And to also, get recordings of you eating celery. Also, what do you think the startup costs? Would be <laughs> Honestly, if you eat celery into a microphone and then pop balloons with high heels, you'll be on easy street. <laughs>
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.